Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's a story from Mara Schlackman. I received a call from a cousin of mine in North Florida a couple days before Christmas to let me know that she and her husband and her daughter who was home on winter break from attending college out of state, would be traveling down to South Florida just before New Year's to visit Everglades National Park. And I I was really excited for this news. I hadn't seen them since the summer of 2022 and was really looking forward to getting together. I, I hadn't been on a family trip to Everglades National Park since about 10 years before when I had gone with with my two brothers. So I I was really looking forward to to getting together with my brothers and my cousins for for this family outing at Everglades National Park. So as as the day was approaching, we, we were meeting up two days before New Year's and the plan that we had made is that my, my cousins were planning to get to the park around 10.30 in the morning. We would be meeting up with them two, two and a half hours later because one of my brothers had, had a prior commitment. So the, the day came and I drove down from where I live in Fort Lauderdale to where my brothers live in Kendall. That took about an hour. And then my brother drove us from Kendall to the park, which took probably about another hour. We stop at the visitor center and get maps and whatnot, and then we get back on on the road into the park. And when you're approaching the entry to the park, it's, it's like being on an expressway with a toll booth, and there were two lanes in contrast to, to when I'd gone all those years before, there's this extended line to get into the park, and and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be a while. Now, after all this driving we've done just to get here, and now we have to keep waiting and waiting in line to actually enter, that was kind of frustrating and, and wondering why is this line going so slow. So finally, we do get in. And the plan I had made with my cousins was that we would call them once we were in the park. So I call my cousin, and the call goes directly to to voicemail. And then I send a couple texts, and I still don't hear from her. And now I'm, I'm getting really worried. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I should have picked a particular rendezvous point. This could be my fault that, you know, we we screwed up this family get-together and, you know, now how's the afternoon going to go? And I was really panicking there. Fortunately, that came to an end when I, I got a call from my cousin's husband. It turned out his cell was working just fine, but uh, my my cousin's wasn't. So, so finally, we, we were able to connect with them at a a location kind of closer to the entrance 
we stopped at a couple uh, points of interest in the park where where there are boardwalks and short trails, and we enjoyed seeing those places. And then we suggested to our cousins, like, hey, we stopped at this area called Long Pine Key on, on the way in, a very large lake, and in the middle of the lake is, is a small island, and then there's a pathway that skirts close to the, the shoreline of, of the lake. It was really a breathtaking view there. So we all go there, and my cousin's husband suggests, hey, why don't we walk the entire perimeter of the lake? On the one hand, it, it was tempting, but at least in my assessment, I thought, oh my gosh, it's late in the afternoon. Is this going to be too far to walk? We decided to go along, and sure enough, I, I had definitely overestimated the, the time it it took to walk this because as big as this lake seemed, we we figured out ultimately it, it had taken us only about a half hour to to walk around the, the perimeter of this lake, and we had wonderful views as the sunlight was fading just before sunset, and all in all, it was a wonderful day with my brothers and my cousins at the park. Mara Schlackman, a story about a visit to the Everglades. I love Everglades stories. We cannot focus enough on this part of our natural landscape, on this unique biosphere, and I always want to bring it to people's attention. And when people go visit and they tell stories about going there, they remind people that South Florida is certainly not simply shopping malls, uh, in case anybody forgot. It's great hearing stories about our national park, Karen. I was waiting for something to happen. (laughs) Well, this story actually is the perfect model for what storytelling is. If I were to teach what's a story, I could bring in this piece. And here's the reason. What is a story? You've got a goal. First of all, uh, they always say this to actors. You have to think about your goal, you know, when you're on stage or in every scene. And in a story, too, the main character, the protagonist, and that's Mara, she's got a goal. And what's her goal? Having a great time with her family in the Everglades. Right. So in a story, there are roadblocks to reaching your goal. The first roadblock is kind of literal. She's driving and driving and driving and driving and picking up this one and driving and driving all over the place. Fort Lauderdale, Kendall, all all over. A lot, a lot of driving. That's the first thing. Okay, you expect that. No big deal. What's the second thing? She's on this interminable line. Why on earth does she have to wait on this long, long line? And even if it really was just 20 minutes, when you're in a car and you want to meet people, the seconds tick by like hours. So that's obstacle number two to having a great time. Then we get to obstacle number three. And this one might be the worst, actually, because she is blaming herself for it. 
She calls her cousin. She hasn't seen her cousin in so long. She calls her cousin just to, to say, all right, here's where we're going to meet. And there's no answer. You know, before the advent of cell phones, how frustrating it was when you couldn't meet up with people. I once had that experience in an airport and I had to drive home without picking up the person. Unbelievably frustrating when you can't reach. So here she's driven for hours. She's waited online and she can't reach the person. And she says, it's all my fault. I should have done a better job. What's going to happen? Everybody, depending on her, she made this plan, whatever. So it turns out, of course, that that's okay. It wasn't her fault. The cousin's cell phone died. The husband calls back. Usually, the obstacles and stories happen in threes. But there's a fourth. What was the fourth obstacle? Do you recall? Fourth obstacle after the cell phone was that the, the walk was too long around the lake. Well, she thought so. And she thought, oh, this is going to ruin everything. It's going to be too late. It's going to. And with all those obstacles to having a great time, to reaching her goal, what happens at the end? Voila, there's the gorgeous Everglades. So it's actually a very, very simple, perfectly formed story. Well, it's fascinating how you analyze that, Karen. I, I was waiting for an alligator. <laughs> well, if the alligator had come, it would have been a whole different type of story. But better luck next time, Michael. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. I understand you have a storytelling event. Yes, next Sunday, January 21st, at the Boca Raton Public Library, that's 400 Northwest 2nd Avenue, there is a free storytelling slam, $50 grand prize. For information and details on that, please email me at c-n-e-i-l-e at f-a-u. How can our listeners get in touch with you if they'd like to tell their South Florida story? Same email, cneal at fau.edu. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 